Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. Hey everyone, welcome back to Board Games Daily. I'm Jeremiah Isley, and we've got a quick show for you today. Just a couple segments, including a first impression of End of the Trail from uh, Elf Creek Games, as well as a quick topic Tuesday on a Wednesday. So here's something we need your help with, actually, if you are interested we are switching to the Monday, Wednesday, Friday format for this show. So Topic Tuesday needs a new name. What are we going to call this segment where we bring up a topic that we discuss each week? We need to know. You need to help us. Well, you don't need to. If you, We need your help. Uh, so if you want to get in on that, contact us all the ways that we can be contacted. Go to theologyofgames.com slash BGD. Fill out that form there. You can always call the Theology of Games hotline at 216-352-3864. You can use the voice message feature in Anchor. And of course, you can uh, tweet at us at Board Games Daily. So on top of that, I need to remind you about our Patreon page. You can be a patron there and get some really cool promos. And there are... What else was I going to say? I don't remember. I think I've covered all the bases. Let's get into the show. Thanks for tuning in to Board Games Daily. This one is fresh off the game table. It's time for more board game buzz as Board Games Daily gives you a first impression of the latest games to hit our tables. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Board Games Daily, powered by Theology of Games. I'm AJ Skifstad, giving you the Monday night game night recap. And I'm only going to talk about, well, I'm going to talk about two games. I'm just going to talk about one for just a second. Thunderstone Quest hit the table. Always bragging on this game. You know it's my 2018 number one game. Probably my number one game just in general right now. This game is so good. Played it 18 to 20 times now, and it is not worn thin. It only gets better with every play. I say this all because the pledge manager for the second um, Kickstarter for this pro- for this game uh, is closing on February 15th. If there's any chance that you can get in on it and be a late backer, do it. Such a good game. I love it. You know I can't stop talking about it. I'm the worst. <laughs> but anyways, talking about End of the Trail today, not talking about Thunderstone Quest. Already did it. Uh, the End of the Trail is a game by Elk Creek Game. It games. It was released last year uh, uh, that, through Kickstarter 2000, 2018. I checked it out at 2017 at Origins. I played a demo of it and I really liked it. Takes place during the Gold Rush out west, and you're going to be basically trying to prospect these foothills, mountains, and canyons that are going to have gold values on the back of them that you're going to get to see, but other people aren't. And uh, you're going to try and collect those over the game. 
And at the end of the game, you're going to use a standard deck of cards that you've been playing with the whole time to create a poker hand. Your poker hand's not going to be played against other players, but it is going to be kind of developed. To, the, the better your poker hand, the more, the more gold you get at the end of the game. So there's basically two ways to get gold. Prospect these tiles and then create a sweet poker hand at the end of the game. Um, so throughout the game, you're going to have like this hand management kind of thing because your cards not only have that standard playing deck value to them, but they have horses, mules, and, and oxen on them. Those are what help you travel to the different locations on the grid that's going to be out there before you to sort of look under these tiles and see what gold is available. And then you're also, there's also some that have some actions on it that could help you steal a tile that somebody else is already on if you think they found a really good tile. Um, so it's a very simple game. You're going to play it over three rounds. At the end of the game, you're going to have three prospecting tents out there, maybe a fourth. Uh, there's a possibility that you could get your fourth tent out there if you have the best poker hand. So I guess you do play your poker hands against each other a little bit because you just go ahead and you place that fourth tent out there. And maybe if you know... Uh, of a gold value that's under a certain tile, you might know to place it there. Otherwise, you might just be guessing. Uh, but in any case, it's a really neat game. I, I like the components a lot. The artwork was probably my least favorite aspect of the game. Um, it was just a little dry for me. Um, the colors were just kind of bland. But I, it was a stylistic thing, and I see what they were going for. It was just not my style. The game plays really well. It seems like a, it seems kind of jumbled, even the way I described it, because it's it's hard to understand the way that everything works together. It is hand management and it is territory control, but you actually just kind of have to play it to see how it all works, and then it all just kind of makes sense. And I thought I thought at first when I was reading through the rules that it was kind of jumbled. The moment I started playing it, it was like, oh, this all really works. They really thought this through. Good, good mechanisms, good idea, and a good game overall. I really liked it. Um, I definitely would play it again. It's not my game, so it's not going to hit the table that often, unless Jeremiah is making it to game night a lot. It's his game. So uh, we enjoyed End of the Trail by Elf Creek Games. If you haven't heard of it or haven't checked it out yet, now's the time. It's a good game. Give it a look at. I think you'll like it. That's it for now. Check you later. You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today. Okay, so today's topic, this week's topic for Topic Tuesday is... um, so here's the here's the thing. We actually were having this discussion. AJ and I were discussing this just a few nights ago. And we were talking about the upcoming convention season. And obviously there's dozens, if not hundreds of games, well, definitely hundreds of games that will be once again introduced into uh, the stream and into the market. So there's just a lot of games coming out every year. And so the question came up, what still excites you in gaming? So the big craze right now is these giant miniatures games, right? You're going to spend a hundred bucks on a huge box full of plastic minis and giant boards. You're going to set them up. You're going to discover lands. You're going to battle each other, whatever it is. That seems to be all the rage right now. But is that what excites you about gaming? Or is it 
other new groundbreaking things that are happening in gaming stuff that is both tabletop analog and digital uh, gaming combined with companion apps and things like that. What out there is getting you still excited in, in gaming? What makes you go, I need to add another game to my collection? A lot of us are getting very large collections built up. So what what are these things that you need to have, that you need to collect, that you need to play? Let us know. We always love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, you can, again, call 216-352-3864, or you can always tweet at us at Board Games Daily. Um, I think, for me, I I really enjoy it when I see a game do something that is really, really clever. So there's there's that's one of two things that really kind of pulls me into a game. If I see something that is a spin on a mechanic, like Mystic Veil, when that came out, the whole concept of deck building and cards, card play and things like that really got turned on its ear because it it was now all about the sleeves that you put those in. And so there's been a few games that have come out from that. And there's it's very, very cool. And I think that's something that still excites me is when I see an innovation in a mechanic or the sort of even the creation of a mechanic. So I really, really like that. And the other thing that gets me excited is theme. I, I really like it when I find a game that has a cool theme or maybe an unusual theme, but the designer was able to really mechanically make the game so sound thematically so that things really match um, you would do certain things because it really it walks hand in hand with the theme. Uh, that's something that I really enjoy about gaming. Um, I do enjoy abstract games and things that just have abstracted elements for sure. But um, I think I, I really enjoy it much more when uh, I, I find something that is like that, where it's a very cool thematic element that just makes sense and it really makes that that experience that much more immersive to me so there are my things that still get me excited what gets you excited let us know and we'll put you in the show coming up on friday there it is thanks for listening stay tuned as we wrap up our episode here on board games daily Hey, that's going to do it for another show. Thanks for tuning in. I said it was a quick one, so that's all we've got today. Get in on the conversation. Have you played End of the Trail? What do you think of it? Do you think uh, AJ's on point there with his thoughts? Also, uh, get in on this week's topic. We'd love to hear what you got to say. And don't forget, we've got that game night cage fight going on. That poll is pinned to the top of our at board games daily twitter page so you can vote there and i believe it's up and running yes it is up and running on facebook so you can vote there as well or you can always sound off make your case by calling the hotline 216-352-3864 until then we're going to get out of here uh friday we've got another show coming at you we'll talk about more board game news and topics and all the fun stuff that we do don't forget, wherever you're listening, we really, really appreciate your five-star ratings, your reviews, 
and of course your subscriptions. But even better than all of those, we appreciate your shares. Share the show with folks that you think would like to hear this episode or any of the previous 230-some episodes of the show. And we will be very, very grateful to you forever and ever. So get the word out. Keep it coming. We really appreciate it. Until then, I'm Jeremiah Isley for my co-hosts, AJ Skifstad and Scott Firestone, saying, go play some games. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games Daily is powered by TheologyofGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyofGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table. All right, so some interesting news following up from last week's uh, Kickstarter news about King Sleeves by Mayday Games being delivered. If you didn't get a chance to listen, uh, Mayday Games has been uh, shipping out their King Sleeves to backers. These new sleeves are supposed to be, like, indestructible, at least at the seams. Uh, they are super duper cool. They're heavy duty and they, they feel just like a a standard heavier card sleeve, but the seams on them, and you wouldn't even know because it doesn't feel any different. The seams on them are just so well done. And, and, and there's probably words for how they've been manufactured, but I don't know what those are, but they're just so well done that you cannot rip these cards at the seams. We had a game night on Monday night and Jeremiah and I sat there and we tried to pull one of these sleeves apart just like they do in the video. And they're not kidding, you cannot pull these sleeves apart. Our fingers went through the actual card sleeve as we were bending and tearing before it actually, it, it never it never ripped the seam. The seam never ripped. Our fingers literally went through the side of the card. So, card sleeve. So, I don't know who would ever put that much wear and tear on a card sleeve that that there'd be a hole in the front of it or the back of it. But these sleeves are awesome. So, if you don't do that to your cards, which I'm sure nobody does, then these sleeves are for you. You can play them over and over again and not worry that the, that the seams are going to rip. King sleeves are awesome. Check them out at maydaygames.com. Uh, I just got my shipment and I am so pumped about them. King sleeves. That's it for now. Check you later.